Alright, welcome back. Uh, today I have a interesting story, and I think it's been long enough to talk about it. <laughs> not that it, it's not like a a time sensitive story, it like that I need to withhold or anything. It's just I think it's been I think around eight months, so I can probably talk about it, but. Uh, so I have, I have a really interesting story. Uh, Spotify is already bothering me about my Spotify wrapped. Shut the fuck up. Um, but anyway, let me take a sip of water. Mmm. Swallowing noises. Anyway. So... Uh, this took place in 2008, or not 2018, what the fuck am I talking about? This took place in March 2022, so this year, (laughs) and uh, yeah, so, so there's this long story, so we had a friend, we, we have this, we have this friend, and she uh she was living with her boyfriend and they broke up so you know the problem is that she couldn't move back home with one parent the only other parent she could move back with was in a city that's like 2 hours away so you know her the job that she was at she was coworkers with my girlfriend so uh, she, you know, they were like, all right, well, we'll hold on to your job for now. And, uh, when you come back to the city, then we'll give you your job back. She was like, great. So the plan was that she was going to move in with this other coworker and they were going to live together for up until about around this time of the year that I'm recording this, which is, you know, end of November, beginning December. And then after that, the the girl that offered her the place w- would move out, and then me, my girlfriend, and another girl would move in with this friend that needed a place to stay. So, for the sake of the story, we'll call the friend that's in need uh, Y, and we'll call... Or no, no, no. We won't call her Y. We'll call her A. And the friend that offered the place to stay, we'll call her uh, uh, Z. Why did I pick Z? Dude, I struggle to say the letter Z so much. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. So, and by the way, I'm not using my camera today. I just don't feel like it. But, uh, you know, it. So it'll just be the still image for this episode, but it's fine. So, uh, so you know, it, it, it's around January when these plans are, or no, I would say it's more around December. December is around the time that these plans are made, and then January is around the time that uh, the plans are like solidified. And, uh, by the way, the, one of the main reasons, so she kept trying to come to work 
driving the the full two hours or so, and uh, she ended up crashing her car and getting injured. So that's like the main reason why uh, she had to stay where she was at and couldn't come back. So it's not like she didn't try. (laughs) She did try to make the full drive. So, uh, so we get around to the time where she's getting ready to move in. We're being told, you know, Z is like, all right, we're gonna, you know, yeah, we're going to start buying furniture and, all this stuff, you know, I'm thinking about maybe we should design the rooms like this. And we're all like, you know, given our input and everything. She's like, all right, I contacted the leasing office and, uh, you know, I found one that's not too bad and, you know, all that. So, uh, so, you know, and, and to give some context, the picture for this podcast the ones that I use in the background, the these like houses and stuff. If you're wondering why I use them, take a look at how fucked up the CG is on the backgrounds and shit whenever I show these images, and you'll see why uh, I use them. They're just funny, you know. And... Uh, here, let me show the full image. I'll pull it up uh, right here. Hold on. All right. Hold on. Bear with me. So this is the full image with no opacity or anything. Um. Oh, shit. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> So this is like the full uh thing and uh why is it doing that anyway so yeah this is the full image and if you look in the background and you look at the sky and all that stuff it looks kind of fucked so that's that's why I use this picture and uh but this is the neighborhood that I'm referring to in the story not to get sidetracked or anything but yeah, that that's the neighborhood that I'm using. Uh, or that's the neighborhood that I'm referring to in the story. It's where I got all those pictures from. So, those pictures are from like the early development <laughs> of that neighborhood. So, you know, she had said I contacted the leasing office. One half of the subdivision is, um, you know, one half of the subdivision is uh, rentals. The other half are uh, houses you buy. So, um, it's getting closer and closer to moving day, you know, uh, A is buying all this furniture, and we're talking about, like, what color to paint the walls, and Z is chiming in as well. All as well. Note that they all work together at the same place, and, uh, you know, this is, like, a big deal. It comes around a moving day, you know, I I get there with my girlfriend, and I'm, I'm all excited, you know, I, I it feels like the old days when I, it feels like my childhood, when I would go with my parents to go look at houses uh, when we were shopping around for houses before we eventually settled on the one I'm in now, 
it reminded me of that where we would go to these houses some of them would be completely empty some of them would already have furniture in it from the people who still live there at the time uh, and then you know going into a house when we had pretty much closed in on it and the people have already moved out and it's completely empty so you get to decide where anything you want in it goes and it's a fresh slate the new house smell you know the sitting on the floor because there's nowhere to sit or in my case I went out into the backyard which was the first time I had had a backyard since like 2009 2008 kind of era uh, it was the first time I'd had a backyard in like five or so years and I went out there and I sat in the backyard with my dog on my brand new iPad because you know iPads were like this fucking wild thing at the time uh, you know, it was like unheard of to have a tablet. I had gotten like this iPad that I inherited and I was like playing like Fruit Ninja or something, hanging out with my dog in the backyard during the cold winter weather. You know, it gave me that feeling. So you can imagine I woke up that day and then arrived there feeling great. And we get there, we meet up with A and you know, we're, we're waiting around. We're like, all right, maybe she uh, overslept. You know, she she had been a few minutes late by this point. She wasn't answering A's phone. Maybe she had overslept. And, you know, about an hour has gone by. We're like, all right, well, you know, maybe, you know, she just hasn't woken up yet. You know, she blew past her alarm. Maybe she's running late and she just hasn't said anything. She's getting ready. Whatever. It's about two hours at this point. We are still waiting. We've called her. We've left voicemails. We've texted her. Nothing. She's the only one, to our knowledge, that had a key to the house. We didn't even have the fucking address. Red flag number two is we didn't even have the address to the fucking house. All we knew was what subdivision it was in. So, hour three, we're like, all right, this is kind of weird. And we start calling people, telling them what's going on. They're like, oh, that's super weird, you know. We're, uh, but we're still not throwing in the towel yet. And um, so, so we're still waiting. At that point, it's like hour four or five. We're like, or no, it's not that late. But it's like going on hour four, we're like, Fuck it, let's just go get something to eat. I don't remember where we ate. <laughs> um, but I know we got something to eat. I think. Right? We might have. I do not remember. Note that this, this girl, A, she has everything stuffed into her fucking car. And uh, all of her belongings. This, like furniture and shit you know clearly she's going to be making second trips but she had all this stuff with her there is absolutely no way uh she can turn back now she's already committed to moving in uh she has a new car by this point by the way she's already committed to moving in with this uh with this girl z and uh you know she doesn't want to keep making the trip down here to go to work she's like two hours away so, uh, you know, we still haven't heard from her, and eventually, you know, 
we go over to my girlfriend's house. One of our other friends, we'll call her C. She she shows up just to like shoot the shit with us, right? Um, A's <laughs> like ex boyfriend shows up to like help her out, give her some stuff and all that stuff. He shows up and uh, or I might be blending the next day a little bit, but whatever, whatever. I'll, I'll leave that part out just because it's not very relevant. So we go over to my girlfriend's house and we're we're chilling in her room and it's me, my girlfriend and A. We're chilling in the room, uh, and uh, this is like before C gets there, so just ignore all that part of the story. So we're chilling in the room and we're just discussing it. And, uh, you know, at that point, A's like, well, I gotta spend the night. It's too late. It's getting too dark. I have to spend the night. I'm not driving all the way back to where I live. It's fair. She spends the night. The next day, we still have not heard anything from Z. So, I'm like, oh my god. You know, like, what the fuck is going on? So, we know her address. We we let where they work know... You know, A lets them know, hey, I can't work for y'all anymore. Uh, I'm very sorry, and they're very understanding, and all that stuff. So, you know, so the next day, I drive all the way out to where Z lives. I don't see her car or anything. You know, I go back to the neighborhood to see if maybe she... Still holding out a little bit of hope. I was like, maybe she, you know, went to the house and we'll find her car. And maybe, like, her phone just doesn't work or some shit. Who knows? You know, holding out the little ounce of hope. And, uh... And so... Eventually, you know... We're like, what the fuck? We check her Facebook. I mean, she's very clearly a real person. Her identity's real. You know... But, like, also, she hasn't called into work. She's a no-call, no-show. She hasn't called into work at all. She hasn't shown up uh, at all. So, after, like, a couple days, um, you know, like, A goes back home to her mom. And their work does a wellness check. And they hear nothing back. And, uh... Still never comes into work. Eventually, she just never shows up to work ever again. And we never hear from her ever again. And so now we're in the speculation phase. The, the story is over. In in the modern, up to now, in the modern day, you know, November 28th, when I'm recording this, and then whenever it comes out, we... I've still never heard a goddamn word from her. We don't know. We've seen slight activity from her Facebook. That's it. So Z is basically completely off the grid. Now, the speculated the speculation part um <laughs> so the the speculation part is what was the motive 
why would this this grown ass woman who's in her late twenties pick a twenty year old or at the time nineteen year old girl to who's down on her luck, you know, just lost her car, lost her house, like where her where she was living, lost her dog, which is another part that I won't go into. All that girl who's down on her luck. Pick this girl. Go, hey, I'm going to rent this place. You want to come live with me? I'll be relaxed on the rent. I know your situation. Want to come live with me? And then she goes, okay, yeah, that sounds great. You know, it's almost too good to be true. Almost. Picks this girl. And then when the day comes to move in, ghost her and ghost work and never shows up ever again. <laughs> Just completely goes off the grid. What's the motive to fuck with somebody like that? We, she never gave her any money. All she did was give her her hope and her time. And this girl, and, and this grown-ass woman, completely fucked her over. I mean, A, lost her job because of this, lost a living situation. She, I mean, we didn't, I didn't see her again until, like, fucking August, you know? Because that's when we went on a trip. But... You know, she completely fucked this girl over. I mean, this was like a year of planning it uh, ahead of her life. You know, she's like, oh, well, you know, if I'm going to be living somewhere for this long, I can start planning ahead, you know. Uh, uh, by this point, you know, maybe I could be doing this. And then, you know, if she's going to be relaxed on rent. Maybe I can look for a job I will actually enjoy and move on from this job I'm at. And... This girl completely fucked her. So what's the motive here? That's where we get into the speculation. What's the motive for uh, stringing this girl along for like two plus months? I might even be remembering it wrong. It might be four months. I don't even remember that well. Stringing this girl along for that long. And then right at the last second, fucking her over. You know, I and I understand getting cold feet and all that. There's, there's like three main theories. The first theory is that she's a heartless, soulless, cold bitch. That is the first theory that Z, the grown-ass woman, who's like 28 supposedly. And I later actually found out that she lied about her age. I think she's a little older than that. Um, or I think she told us like one age and then she ended up being way older. I think she told us she was like 24 or something and she ended up being like 28. So that's, that's like another red flag. <laughs> I found that out after the fact. Um, but you know, the first theory is that she's a cold psychopathic heartless bitch. That's the first theory. That's the easiest theory, right? That's the easiest way to explain it, that she's just a medically uh, considered psychopath. Feels no empathy towards others, simply fucked with her to fuck with her. The second theory is that 
she's a habitual liar and she you know dug herself too deep and you know got caught up all in it you know oh she by the way i don't know if i mentioned we called the leasing office the house she was she was never in the system the house never existed um i mean clearly a house would have existed but cuz they're all built but uh her her name was never on file for anything so let let me add that in the second theory is that she you know lied too much and got in way too deep and committed way too hard and the only option was to just go full you know cold turkey and cut off the grid you know just completely ghost everyone work you know the the shame you know work friends all of it the third theory which is a little bit more outlandish and we're not sure how corroborated the theory is and for this theory i will have to add on another story but i will say the theory first the third theory is that if none of us had come over to help and it was just a it's possible she would have been trafficked now this theory when I think about it in hindsight, might sound a little bit more nuts, but there's additional details that kind of support it. Not really. I don't know. It's a, it's complicated. Let me explain. So, about a month or so before, Z wanted to take my girlfriend, uh, that C friend that I mentioned earlier, and A, to a circus in Atlanta, and was very insistent that she drive. And, you know, spoiler alert, you know, it's it's well known that I live in Georgia. And so she wanted to take them to Atlanta to see a circus. Um, and I, I only knew about the circus because we were making carpet for it at the time. But uh, she wanted to take them to this circus. And... You know, in hindsight, we were like, all right, that's a little weird. You know, let's go to the circus in Atlanta, a notorious, you know, area to get trafficked as a woman. Like probably like one of the third highest traffic trafficking areas in the state. And uh, yeah, um, so you know a little weird a little weird i wanted was very insistent on the, on her driving on z driving she was very insistent about it and uh she was just being weird about it in general about taking them to the circus and so uh you know so so then we pull around to this and it's a little weird, you know. She, uh, we we think that it's very possible because you know I'm leaving a lot of details out for that circus story. But based on the circus story, it's possible that she was going to attempt to traffic a. Um. So yeah, and and you know, 
<laughs> you might be like, was she texting y'all before the day? Yeah, she was actively texting their group chat like the day before. So this is completely out of nowhere. I mean, we, you know, we at first thought like something happened to her, but it's very clear now nothing happened to her. It's very clear now. So that was the third theory that she was going to try to traffic A. But, you know, the more likely theories is one and two. That she's either a huge psychopath or she's, uh, she just, you know, lied a little too much and she's a habitual liar and eventually, uh, got in too deep. So, yeah, I mean, either, either of those could have been the case, but it's, it's fucking crazy that this is even a story. Because, you know, and and I still tell it every now and then to people. I'm like, this is so fucking nuts. Have you ever heard of a gr- of a woman telling this girl who's down on her luck, "Hey, you can move in with me. I'm gonna get a place soon. You can move in with me. I'll be lax on the rent. I know your situation." And then, you know, talk about it all the way up until the day, and then on the day of, not say a word, ghost everyone, and then never show up, and then ghost their job. I mean, who fucking does that? It's a wild situation. I cannot find any other stories online that... I I found a few that are similar, but I've never found some to that extent. Because the other ones that are similar, there's a more clear motive. You know, it's like, oh, you know, uh, trying to, like, extort money or... Uh, fucking, you know, the whole, like, oh, he tried to traffic me, you know, stuff like that. But none that are, like, they were just doing it for the love of the game. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what the fuck is that? Like, why would you string her along and i feel so bad for her because she was so excited i mean we all we all were you know hold on the garbage truck people decided they want to come out now uh even though it's monday but uh all right guys come on and they really they make those things super powerful eh so, you know, it, 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 it's fucking crazy. This whole story is fucking crazy. You know, <laughs> I just, I don't understand. I don't understand what the motive could have been. That's the thing that drives me the most nuts is I want to know what the reasoning was. I want to know the motive. But anyway, it, we, we, I haven't heard from her since and this story is long blown over i mean she's fine now and you know it, it's 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 long past but uh yeah you know i, I don't know 
but crazy shit, man. Crazy shit. But, uh, but yeah, um, I mean, where do you even go from there? You know, <laughs> where do you go from there? So, well, I guess now that I look at it, she does seem more and more like a fucking bot. On, like, Facebook and stuff. I mean, she's real. She worked with them. But the more I look into it, the more she seems like a bot. So, I don't know. But, yeah, where do you go from there? I mean, that, that story is so crazy, and I've already... I've now talked about human trafficking and shit. Where do you even go from there? <laughs> But anyway, so new developments since the last episode, or or and who fucking cares about the downfall of Twitter? You know, I, I I'm making the executive decision. I was gonna mention the downfall of Twitter. The shit's still running. You know, I I hate Elon Musk. Elon Musk can suck my fat fucking cock. You know, that dude can fucking blow a dick. And the balls, too. He deserves it. He can blow the balls. Every man like him deserves to get a cheek full of someone's fat fucking shaved nuts. But, you know, all in all, the Twitter is running off of like 60 people. And they will probably never come out with another major update ever again. And they've already committed, like, fraud and shit like that. So, let's... <laughs> Let's just uh let's just leave it at that. They're they're getting looked into by the government. Let's just leave it at that. But yeah, Elon Musk, suck my big gigantic nuts. Suck 'em. That's what I say. You know, suck my dick and my nuts. So anyway. So um, let me talk about what I did last week. <laughs> let me talk about what I did last week. So, I, uh, hold on, I'm answering a text. Something about dreams. And, uh... Anyway, so let me talk about what I did last week. Only only the most fun topics here. So after I, <laughs> I've just told Elon Musk to suck my big fat nuts! Let me, <laughs> let me talk about my trip. So last week, I went and visited my mom, and uh, that's a big deal because she's so far away in another state that it's basically a giant trip. Uh, what is this guy saying about... 
this guy is clearly a genocider. Anyway, I need to get off Twitter. So, I went to uh, my mom's house, and uh, yeah, we went hiking and uh, all that fun stuff. So we went to this hiking trail, and um, it was fun. You know, we we walked around the rocks, and you know, I I've never been reminded how fat I am than when I'm on a hike. Because uh, trying to leave that trail going uphill, it wasn't even that far. And I was like fucking winded. I was leaning on trees. I was like... <gasps> <coughs> all that shit. And it doesn't help that I was also getting over my bronchitis that I was dying from in the previous episode but yeah i mean it was it was awful and um i i you know i i have a lot of fun going on those hikes you know i, I like getting out getting some fresh air you know i, I like doing all of that but you know, with the heavier I've gotten, uh, I've I've been reminded that I can only do it for so long before I have to like take breaks every five fucking minutes. Um, I I weigh way more now than I used to, and that's that's part partially due to the fact that I was in an accident last year, which will be the topic of another podcast. Um, because I want to use the thumbnail for it, <laughs> but. Um, I was in an accident last year, so I wasn't able to do anything. I ended up gaining, like, fuck, how much did I gain? I gained about 40 pounds. And before that, when the pandemic started, I gained about 40 pounds over the course of, like, a year and a half. But after the accident, within, like, four months, I gained about 40 pounds. So I went from being, like, really light to somewhat gaining a little bit of weight, being around 180 to now I've gained a, enough weight to where I can officially call myself overweight and fat. And I weigh 220. I, I go to the gym and all that stuff, but these hikes really fucking do me in for one. But they're really fun, you know. And I and I ended up uh, getting some uh, souvenirs. Come to think of it, I actually don't know where they are. I had a bag... Of magnets. So Lord knows where those went. I had a bag of magnets though. And uh. Shit where are they? Anyway. I'll worry about it later. So. You know we went to like the gift shop. I got a bunch of like magnets. I got some snacks. Like a, just like a bag of chips that I shared with everybody. And then. I got uh, some yogurt-covered pretzels, and I got a peace tea, and it was fun, you know? Uh, it was really fun. Uh, we got some barbecue. Our big Thanksgiving meal was a big old pound of barbecue, or two pounds, I guess. Two pounds of barbecue, and uh, that shit was slapping, and uh, yeah, it was really good. 
I know that before we had some turkey chili with a uh, bacon and some rice to put in it and all that fun stuff. It was fun, you know. And then I came back here and I drove all the way out to pick my girlfriend out from or girlfriend up from her grandparents. I uh, hung out with her for a bit, came back home, I went to work, just going throughout my week. I went to work, easiest day of all time, I watched the World Cup, USA, number one, tied with the British twice, the Welsh are technically the British, you blew a 13 colony, we- colony lead and nobody on your shitty island can beat us. No one. Y'all were supposed to wipe the floor with us. At least England was. And you fucking suck! And the Welsh can't even do the job either. And now we're going to see if Iran can actually beat us. Because I don't, I don't know. I really hope not. I, I hate Iran. Please. Can we please beat somebody? U.S., can we advance? Please? And then I got to watch uh, uh, Brazil kick some ass and they had a pretty sick ass uh kick they had like a nice little scissor kick in the middle of the match and then uh i got to watch who else i think i watched iran face somebody can't remember who though all around though it's fun watching um those games but USA, USA, but it was a pretty easy day. I mean, it was literally, we, we got there at like 7-something, left at 2. So, you know, we left early because the, the store closed early. They got us uh, Italian on the company dime. Forgot my mozzarella sticks, though. Um, but I I got some turkey uh, pasta. Hey, I gotta say, uh, I got the, the, the sauce, the... The cheese, the the turkey, the noodle, the penne noodle. That's what I chose. Uh, I'm Italian, so that's okay. It, I can say that like that. But um, hey, I mean, I look right. I I cook at the pasta. I cook at the pizza. I get the noodle. So <laughs> so that's what I did on Friday, and then. The whole weekend, uh, like Friday night to Sunday night, or not Sunday night, Sunday morning, I hung out with my girlfriend and stayed with her because she was watching her dogs by herself, so I decided to keep her some company. We made uh, Thanksgiving food, and by that I mean we got cheap shit from the grocery store. (laughs) That's just the life of being an early 20s adult. We bought uh, microwavable sweet potatoes and added some brown sugar to it. That shit was slapping. That shit was actually really good. To the point where I want to eat it right now. Uh, And then we got some mac and cheese, some Kraft Deluxe. We went a little fancy on it. And I made that. (laughs) And then uh, we got a rotisserie chicken from the deli and shredded it. And then my girlfriend bought a shitload of stuff for a charcuterie board. She made a big-ass charcuterie board. Let me actually pull up the pics. Um, um, 
let me pull up the pics because I have the pictures of the charcuterie board and the picture of what her plate looked like. She so she put everything in a bowl. I put everything on a plate like a civilized human being. She piled everything into a bowl. Um, and so she had mac and cheese, chicken, sweet potatoes. She had two Hawaiian rolls, a glass of wine, and she drizzled uh, Sweet Baby Ray's barbecue sauce all over the chicken. And then she had the charcuterie board. I pretty much had the same stuff on my plate, as well as I was drinking a mango peace tea, which I had never heard of until recently. So and it, it was all right. It tasted like metal. Let's be fair. It tasted like metal. I give it like a seven, six or seven out of ten. Seven might be a little too generous. So I'll give it a six. But it was all right. But let me show you these pictures of the charcuterie board. Um, so hold on. Let me. I'm uploading it to the drive so I can pull it up on the stream. Because uh, I I put stuff on my Google Drive to do this. And let me also include the picture of me holding a joy sign. <laughs> um, oh, dead air. Sorry, my girlfriend's sick, so I'm answering her while I'm doing this. So, uh, let me pull up the drive, and then I'll show it on the screen. Open a new window. All right, come on, guys. Send me the other ones. And I'll show I'll show the one with me holding the joy sign as well. Alright. Uh open a new window. Alright. So first I'll show the Sharkuchi board. So here it is. This is the charcuterie board. Um you know, we got the, the chocolate covered almonds right here. We got the, the motherfucking grapes. We got the little cheese wrapped with meat. Um, sorry, I just had a charts moment. We got the, the goat cheese. We got the flat meat and cheese. The pretzels. This disgusting ass apricot dip that we both didn't like. These like cracker crouton thingies. These really gross... Uh, you know the cuties uh, oranges? I forgot what they are specifically. Um, but that's what these were supposed to be. But these were like, they came in like a specific package that were already peeled and they didn't taste very good. But um, yeah, we got the full platter. And then, oh yeah, here's me holding the, the joy sign. Uh, that, that was pretty funny. But so yeah, we have that. And then here's the meal. Uh, and yes, we did season it. It's not as white as it looks. The only thing I forgot is I was going to put Cajun seasoning in the Mac. 
and I completely forgot, and I really regret that I didn't put that in there. But either way, it was still slapping. You know, uh, this this was all right. I mean, I wish we had maybe warmed it up, but it was all right. Um, and then yeah, the sweet potatoes were really good. I added a lot of brown sugar to it as well. And then I mixed it really well as uh, I mixed it also really well. And the mac and cheese, I mean, it's it. Come on, it's craft deluxe. It fucking slaps, dude. So yeah, that that was our Thanksgiving meal. Um, pretty good, pretty good. She did a really good job job on this board. She was she was really proud of this, <laughs> and she should be. It looks great, you know. It looks amazing. So you know, I I'm proud of her skills. So. Yeah, fun stuff, fun stuff. So yeah. Um, anyways. But, uh, yeah, I just realized they showed the wrong logo. It was supposed to be in the bottom right. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So that was our, that was like our thanks, like our late Thanksgiving meal, you know. It was pretty good. Um, I showed her Rogue One. That was sick. I, I finally got to show her Rogue One. And let me tell you, it was great. You know, she liked it. And now she, uh, now she wants to watch Andor. And I know you might be thinking, oh, that's kind of weird. Showing her Rogue One before Andor. I mean, that kind of spoils it, right? No, because I got to see Rogue One before Andor, obviously, because they came out six years apart. So, uh, I think I think it impacts the story a little more if you know what's gonna happen when you watch Andor, because the tension, when the tension is focused on, oh no, will Andor die? It kind of takes away from the overall theme of the like of the arc that hap of the arcs that happen in the show. As well as it kind of removes the other tension that Tony Gilroy intended for you to have. Because he, he creates tension with the knowledge that you already know what's going to happen. So, you know, I, I think... Uh, I, I think it works better if you've already seen Rogue One. Plus, Andor's a slow show. It's easier to hook them in when they're not fans of Star Wars to show them like something like Rogue One. Rogue One has all the cool stuff, you know, it has shitty writing in the first half, <laughs> but, you know, once you get to the, <clears throat> once you get past the, the Edu stuff, um, or one, once you get past the destruction of Jetta, it gets, it gets pretty good, I mean, even the destruction of Jetta is great, I mean, it looks beautiful, all that, so, you know, it, all around she liked it, I'm glad I can show her Andor now. Um, one thing I did get to do, which I thought was really cool. One thing I got to do was, um, I got to, uh, get her take on the CG. As you know, in Rogue One, Tarkin and Leia, uh, are both full CGI, obviously because by that point Carrie Fisher was dead, but even if she was still alive, uh, you know, she was already super old. 
and the guy you know the guy who plays Tarkin I think it's Peter Cushing I think he's been dead so yeah Peter Cushing he he's been dead for a long time a very long time so you know it obviously they were going to have to CG it but you know all things considered CG Tarkin don't look that bad ILM did a pretty good job. And and so I got to get her take. I didn't tell her that he was CGI. I didn't tell her beforehand. Uh and she didn't even notice. That's that's the great thing cuz you know when Rogue One came out, let me take a sip of water. When Rogue One came out in 2016, everyone knew going into it that Tarkin was going to be CGI. Obviously. So they all went in with a critical eye. All things considered for 2016 CGI and even for modern CGI, this this Tarkin, in my opinion holds up and uh i was like well she probably doesn't even remember if she even knew about it at the time uh doesn't even remember uh the commotion around this movie so i'm not gonna tell her that he's cg i'm gonna see if she even notices and he shows up he talks to krennic doesn't say a word. I go, you notice anything about the scene? She goes, no. And then I think she made like a comment about, oh, like the Death Star or something? I don't, I don't remember. I, I don't remember. But she, I, I go, no, look at Tarkin. And she went, what about him? And I was like, he's completely CGI. And she went, oh, well, now I see it. And I was like, but you didn't before. And, you know, with that conclusion, because, <clears throat> I mean, it, it, it holds up. You know, it, it really holds up. If you stare at it long enough, yes, it will get a little weird looking. But it really holds up six years later. And, you know, I, I've come to the conclusion that I will never be able to perform that experiment ever again. Until I have my own children. Because I doubt my kids will notice. You know. And I'm not going to tell them until they're older. They'll be like. Yo I love Rogue One. And then I'll be like. Yeah but did you know this? And they'll be like 10. And they've already watched the movie for years. I'll tell them and they'll be like. What? Really? (laughs) So. uh, You know. It's a fun time. And I didn't tell her about Leia either. Leia, Leia she didn't even notice until I said something so all around a fun experiment you know it, it was great so you know it's 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 a fun time trying to convince her to watch Star Wars next I want to try to wa- make her watch Andor not make her but try to convince her to watch Andor and then after Andor maybe oh <sighs> Maybe I'll get her to watch uh, 
fucking one of the Star Wars movies, like one of the mainline ones. And then I'm I want to get a I want to get her to watch the the Clone Wars. The problem is she doesn't really like the animation style, but I th- I think it when you're a Star Wars fan, anything in Star Wars that you might even be slightly critical of unless it's a lot of the newer stuff, you tend to just write it off cuz you like the lore and you like the world building. A lot of people love the prequels because they like the lore, you know. And a lot of people, you know, they'll watch the sequels, you know, maybe they'll watch, you know, The Force Awakens to kind of get that, like, nostalgia from when they first saw it in 2015. Or they'll watch The Last Jedi for the beautiful visuals and, you know, because they also just want to see Luke Skywalker again. And some people actually do like The Last Jedi. I'm, I'm one of them. I do enjoy The Last Jedi. And, you know, nobody's watching The Rise of Skywalker, so... <laughs> But, you know, people are watching it for those reasons. And you, you'll you watch Solo because you want to see the Millennium Falcon or whatever. I personally really like Solo. But I, I want to show her some of the movies before I ever uh, have her watch that one. But, you know, if you don't like the animation style in the Clone Wars, maybe you'll watch the Clone Wars because you want more lore, you know? Maybe maybe that's why you'll watch. So that's that's kind of the thing I'm trying to go for uh, with that, is, is I want to get her kind of reeled in to where she'll want to see more Star Wars content. So. Yeah, you know, I I think she's attempted to watch uh, A New Hope and she was like, it's pretty boring. Not gonna lie, as a first time Star Wars watcher, Watching A New Hope would be boring as fuck. Nothing happens, man. Like, modern audiences... Modern audiences don't give a shit about A New Hope. Old movies have this problem where... Like, old movies like A New Hope and Empire... Like, Empire is better at this because it's not directed by George Lucas. But... But Empire and Return of the Jedi are different because, you know, they're a little bit more fast-paced and more akin to, like, the 80s style of filmmaking. But A New Hope has that, like, slow burn. And a lot of people don't like that. It's kind of slow. The movie is clearly aged. It's gotten uh, a little bit more dated in terms of, like, special effects. The story beats are super cliche now. Because they've been aged out, the the plot just moves at such an agonizingly slow pace. <clears throat> There's a lot of explaining shit. <clears throat> God damn! There's a lot of explaining shit, a lot of exposition, and it's just you know it, it's it's a lot for a first time viewer. So I I've struggled to find the first thing you should show a new a new person that's never seen Star Wars and I think Rogue One is where it's at. I think that's the perfect thing to show somebody first. You know, you get a little sprinkle of Vader in there, you get some of the rebel storyline, it leads directly into a new hope, so then they'll be a little bit more interested in watching a new hope. It has all these original characters, you know, Cassian Andor is a little twink, so that's a plus. Uh, 
Um, let's see. So there are things appealing about it. You know, it has great visuals. It has a talking droid. You got to take that one off. It has, you know, the rebellion in it, Empire, all cool, like, outfits and stuff, and just neat little characters. It has the fucking Death Star blowing shit up in it. I mean, you know, it's there's a lot to like in Rogue One for a first-time viewer. So, you know, it, it, it's 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 a good starting off point. It's a good good kicking off point. So I I uh I think you should start with that. Anyway, let me let me move on. I'm I'm losing my train of thought. So. Let's talk about, uh, I guess, fuck it. I will talk about Twitter. Um, yeah, let, let's let's talk about Twitter. Um, this shit's a fucking dump. I mean, he's unbanning, like, white supremacists and all these motherfuckers. I mean, he unbanned Ye, he unbanned, or Ye, I don't know how you say his name, Ye or Ye. He unbanned uh, Trump, which, I mean, I don't really give a fuck about that. Trump doesn't give a shit about Twitter. And it seems that Elon's more of a Ron DeSantis fanboy anyway. Uh, he just said he unbanned a bunch of horrible people. And, you know, now I've seen probably more... Uh, probably more, you know, homophobia, transphobia, racism bigotry in general i've seen more of it than ever since he's unbanned all these people and loosened up the rules um but man like this this platform this platform's dog shit now so i don't even i don't even know what to say uh Yeah, right here. People are fucking fact-checking Elon Musk. Wow. <laughs> yeah, they're even fact-checking his dumb ass. Jesus Christ. Ay, ay, ay. I don't even know, man. Oh my god, my stomach's growling, dude. I need some food. But yeah, let me let me show this. Let me show this. Look at this shit. They're out here fact checking him on his own goddamn tweets. <laughs> and now it's like they're under investigation from the government. I forgot what the term is called, but they have this certain agreement with the federal government because they've fucked up their security protocol so much. They're in this like special agreement with uh, the federal government where uh, anytime they make a major change to the site, they have to inform the feds, basically. <laughs> they have to inform the federal government. So, uh, 
when he rolled out the whole like you know giving everyone a check mark and uh rolling out all these features and all that stuff the government was like hey what the fuck you're supposed to let us know first and uh yeah he uh completely sidestepped them so now they're basically just looking into possibly taking legal action against him which i i think personally is hilarious you know that that shit's fucking hilarious i mean let's be real that man's getting sued by the damn government <laughs> so i mean you know with the amount of debt he's in and all that and with all the lawsuits and everything you know i i don't i don't see twitter lasting that long but anyway uh you know i think if he sells it it'll have to sell for like 8 for like 8 billion which is a huge loss but anyway, enough about Twitter. This will be the third episode in a row I've talked about Twitter, just because it's topical, so I figured I should sprinkle it in. Uh, hope you all enjoyed this episode. I had I had a wild-ass story. I had my trip story. I had my Elon suck my fat nuts part. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's fun times all around. Fun times all around. Um... So, yeah. Anyway, uh, I'll see y'all in the next episode. And, uh, yeah, hope you made it this far. Uh, see ya.